We're coming to read the word of God, and it's taken from, from Exodus 35, verse 20 to 29. So the whole community of Israel left Moses and returned to their tents. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals, and for the sacred garments, 22. Both men and women came, all whose hearts were willing. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold, brushes, earrings, rings from their fingers, and necklaces. They presented gold objects of every kind as a special offering to the Lord. All those who owned the following items willingly brought them, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat hair for cloth, and tan ram skins and fine goat skin leather. And all who had silver and bronze objects gave them as a sacred offering to the Lord. And those who had acacia wood brought it for use in the project. 25. All the women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. All the women who were willing used their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. The leaders brought oxen stones and the special gemstones to be set in the effort and the priest's chest piece. 28. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light, the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense. 29. So the people of Israel, the people of Calvary, every man and woman who was eager to help in the work the Lord has given them through Moses brought their gift and gave them freely to God. I take the last verse again. So the people of CBC, every man and woman who was eager to help in the work, in the building of this house, in the finishing of this house, they brought it the Lord had given them through Moses, brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Just do two minutes of prayer to thank God and ask him to speak to you today.
Our Heavenly Father, we are grateful to you for this morning. Bless your word like never before into our lives and into our hearts. And let our hearts be quickened. Let our spirits be willing to act on your word like the people of Israel and even more than them. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning I'm speaking to us on the topic, giving in response to God's blessings. Giving in response to God's blessings. There is nothing that you have that you did not receive. Amen? Everything you have, you received it. Now, whatever we give out is a result of what we have received. And so our output must be reflective of what has been put in us. Amen? If you are giving out an output and it is not proportional to what has been put in you, God will hold us or hold you accountable. Hallelujah. So whatever is in us, ability, gifts, Whatever is a blessing God has blessed us with, we must bless back or give in accordance to that. So in responding to God in the area of giving, let's always be mindful of the fact that it has to be in accordance to how much God has blessed us with. Hallelujah. Now, I need you to underscore that very carefully because by the time I am sharing with us how much God has blessed us with, then you realize that what we have been doing and giving in the area of giving, our output has for a very long time been below expected. So first of all, let's talk about the blessing of God. God's blessing from the point of view of the book of Exodus. The Israelites were blessed and we are just focusing on the area of the redemptive blessing of God. So God's blessing of redemption. So God redeemed these Israelites from Egypt. If you look at Exodus 12, 32 to 36, this is the Egyptians speaking. Take your flocks and herds, as you have said, and go and bless me. That is King Pharaoh. The Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country because their firstborns have died. So they, they, they now didn't want to say, uh, uh, don't go. Now they are urging them to leave. For otherwise, they said, we will all die. Now that you have started killing firstborns, we don't know who is going to follow next. So please, pack up and get out of our country. So the people took their door before the yeast was added and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs wrapped in clothing. 35, the Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards these people and they gave them whatever they asked for. So they planted the Egyptians. That is what I like. They planted. So this they planted the Egyptians is a summary of how much 
they gathered from these Egyptians before leaving. So you see that they have been delivered, their freedom has been given to them, and they are going, and now they, have, they are carrying clothing, gold, silver, and whatever they ask. And you see, if they say plunder, that means they really carried so much on themselves. And whatever they ask. So if you have so much favor from your slave master, and you say, now go, ask whatever, ask whatever, because if you have to go. So these people were asking, they will ask for uh, 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 gold, they will ask for silver, they will ask for bronze, they will ask for clothing, they will ask for food, they will ask for whatever. They just kept asking and kept asking, and these Egyptians were just delivering and delivering, and they gathered everything and left. So when they... King Pharaoh and his people decided to pursue them. It was not just because of the idea that we are no longer going to have slaves. But these people have left and they are no longer going to be our slaves. But in addition to that, they have carried everything away. So they had to really pursue them. Even when they saw that the thing was not going to work, they kept pursuing them. They saw the danger of the sea that it is possible they can be in trouble. They kept pursuing them. So these Israelites were so blessed. And the, 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 the Egyptians that pursued them also got drowned in the sea. Hallelujah. Now, in verse 25, in chapter 25, verse 2 of Exodus, God issues a command telling Moses to tell the sons of Israel to raise contribution for me from every man whose heart moves him, you shall raise my contribution. That's God speaking. They should raise a contribution for him. And that is verse chapter 25. And in chapter 35, we see the people responding. Responding so much in their numbers. They are excited about this whole command and they responded massively and spontaneously. These are the people of Israel. Now, let's look at us. The blood of a lamb, the blood of an animal, was able to deliver these children of Israel out of Egypt together with so much plunder, and then they left. We are not being delivered, or we have not been delivered by a blood or the blood of any animal. Our deliverance is by the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that was slain from the foundations of the earth. So our redemption is far better than their redemption. And in our redemption package, our sins are forgiven. We are chosen in him to be holy. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We are adopted as sons of, and daughters of God. We have an inheritance in Christ. We have eternal life. And right now as we speak, you and I are seated with Christ far above the rule of principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and wickedness in high places. You and I have been given weapons of our warfare which are mightier than any other thing and they are mighty through God to pull down strongholds because of the redemptive work of the blood of Jesus. 
That is what we have now. Him who knew no sin was made to be seen for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus Christ, who even though he was rich, became poor so that you and I must become the riches of God. That is our redemption. Far better than the redemption by the blood of a certain animal. Hallelujah. That is our redemption. We have been exposed to the manifold wisdom of God. We have become partakers of the divine nature of God. Partakers, partakers of the divine nature of God. That all the manifold promises of God and blessings of God have been transferred and translated unto us today. By reason of the blood of Jesus, we have unfettered, unhindered access to the throne of grace every time, every time and each moment. That is our redemption. So if by the redemption that they had by the blood of an animal, they could quicken themselves and, and respond to the command, tell the people of Israel, to bring me contribution, they can respond in that manner based on the blessing God has blessed them, their response in giving showed what is our own response in the blessedness of redemption we have received from the Lord. Considering how God has blessed us and continues to bless us, How much have you given? Is your giving commensurate with this blessing God has blessed us with? You and I will quite agree that, like they say, there's so much room for improvement in our giving. Hallelujah. There is so much room. So, with these blessings, I'd like us to look at three characteristics of the way a blessed people give. Very briefly and quickly. Number one, when people are blessed, they give from all their hearts. We saw that the people were willing, verse 21 of chapter 35 of Exodus, everyone whose heart was stirred, whose heart stirred him, and everyone whose spirit moved him. So it is not so much the command. The command will appear as if there is an external force compelling you to give. Tell the children of Israel to bring me an offering. That is the command. But God in that command said, those whose hearts are moved. So there is an instruction in God for us to give. But it must come not because there is an instruction, but because we have willing hearts. Our hearts have been moved. I remember Reverend Eastwood preached a sermon, and then he said that he was trying to preach a people in the area of giving. And one elderly woman said, Aprikio, Akaprikio, Wangsidi. Whether you preach or you don't preach, it is one city. 
not come to that level. Let us hear God's voice and be moved in our hearts. Hallelujah. Considering how much the Lord has blessed us with. People who are blessed give from their hearts. Their hearts are stirred. And I am, you see, in, 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 verse, in verse 21, he talks about people whose hearts are stirred. Verse 22, again, he mentions it. Those whose hearts moved. In verse 26, all the women whose hearts were stirred. In 20, verse 29, the Israelites, all the men and women whose heart moved them to bring material for all the work of God. So a series of verses tells us that these people were acting based on how their hearts were moved. Hallelujah. Not just because of Moses telling them that God says do this. I pray that in our own case, not because our senior pastor and the leadership of the church is telling us that this is what we should do but our hearts will truly be moved according to what God has spoken to his prophet, the servant of God, leading this church. Our hearts will be moved in accordance and do it wholeheartedly and willingly. Can I hear a louder amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We are able to do that. We are able to do that. And verse 22 talks about how these people both men and women. Now, in today's terms, or in today's world, when we speak about both men and women, it may not mean much. But in that time, it was largely a patriarchal society. So it was about men and fathers. When it comes to this, some of these things, but in this particular case, both men and women, everybody's hands were on deck. Hallelujah. So let us all respond and respond immediately. They heard Moses. They left his presence. The next day, they started bringing in the things. Bringing in the things and bringing in the things willingly. Remember, it is because of the kind of deliverance they received. The redemption they got. Which redemption I have painted a picture to you that compared to what we have is a shadow. Hallelujah. Beloved, John Piper made a statement that Christian conversion, on the other hand, is a supernatural, radical thing. The heart is changed, and the evidence is not just new decisions, but new affections and new feelings. When your heart is transformed, it is not so much obeying a command in terms of the letter, but your spirit is moved. And you are doing it wholeheartedly. Let that be our Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let that be our Lord. So, the second point. So, the first point, the blessed people give from their heart. Second point, blessed people give what they have. They give what they have. And we see it. They give what they have. In verse 22, we see them bringing brushes 
earrings and signet rings and bracelets, articles of gold. Where did they get these things from? They planted the Egyptians. <laughs> Hallelujah. They planted the Egyptians and they brought the things. Then in, in, in verse 23, we see them that they are bringing blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, even goat's hair. Hallelujah. Skins of ram, badger skins. They were bringing them. So you see, in the church of God, somebody is giving his 500,000. The gold. Another is giving his 300,000. Another is giving his 100,000. Another is giving his 50,000. But the one who has the 2,000, the 3,000, the 5,000, the 500, the 200, the uh, 60 cities, the 20 cities, the 10 cities, should also come and give willingly. Yours may not be the gold or silver or bronze. It may just be a goat's hair. Still bring it. Hallelujah. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it with all your hearts. Even acacia wood. They were bringing it. Hallelujah. They bring what they have. Not only their possessions, but their abilities as well. We see the ordinary skilled women who were spinning with their hands, sewing with their hands, sewing with their hands. So God has blessed you in the church. You are skilled to do so many things which you do in your corporate life, in your private life, in your home, in your offices. God has so blessed you. But that particular gift that God has blessed you with is also needed in the church at one time or the other. And so, these women brought theirs to the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one of the things that sometimes is, is difficult to understand is that we, we, we have professionals and I was sharing with Papa and Chief Dickin there last time. We think that our churches are so blessed with so many professionals. Can I hear an amen? Right now, we are in the process of preparing a strategic plan for the next five years. There are professionals who are spending hours on end putting it together with the guidance of the leadership of the church. That's what we are talking about. And it, I, may I announce to you that as part of that strategic plan, Calvary Baptist Church, foreign missions is part of it. So, so, so what our pastor is going out there to be, and is seeking to do falls perfectly in line with the strategic plan. Hallelujah. So I'll just give you that bit of it because I think it is relevant for now. Praise God. Praise God. So people put in their skills. And I know that we, there are so many of us here like that. And I, I, I want to encourage you. Anytime we call upon you to let your skill, be, your, your skill come to, to the fore, please avail yourself. 
Hallelujah. Avail yourself without any limitations. I know a certain man who is into one of these fields of building and technology, one of those things. He's a reverend minister, and he tells me that he does a lot of those things in churches. And for church, when he does, when he's doing it for church, not a person. There is nothing you will give to him, he will, he will not take. Because he believes that what he does in church, he rips out there when he goes to for contrast all over the place. And so you see him functioning in Pentecost church, functioning in Baptist churches, functioning in Assemblies of God churches, functioning in uh, 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 Methodist churches and Presbyterian churches all over the place. Meantime, he's a Baptist minister. And God is opening doors for him to the left and to the right. May that happen to us and our professionals in our church. Hallelujah. So the ordinary skilled people, they come in and they do this. Then let's look at the specially gifted. We didn't read that passage, but I, I, I think we should add it to 30 to 35. These people are so specially gifted. Bezalel and Aholiab. These people are specially gifted. 31 says that God has filled him with the spirit of wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. 32, to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work all manner of artistic workmanship. Now, this man and his other colleague called Oholiab in verse 34, they do not only use their skill, but they teach others to as well. They, have, they are so gifted that they deploy their gift for the building of the chapel or the temple and they train others to be able to do and function in various areas and they supervise and supervise effectively. Hallelujah. Effectively. But we need to understand that all these things are being done because Moses has given an instruction and they are following the instruction of Moses. And they must follow it because it is not the Oholiabs and the Bezalels and all the skillful people who heard the commandment or the instruction of God on how the tabernacle should be built. It was Moses. It was Moses. So everybody was working to Moses. Because Moses received the original blueprint. Hallelujah. And if you check the scriptures, the Bible details that they built in accordance to, they did it as the Lord God has commanded. As the Lord God has commanded. As the Lord God has commanded. So in whatever we are doing and giving, our substance, our abilities, our skills, it should be as God has commanded. That is by the next bullet on the previous slide. It's based on what they had been commanded. They should do it like that. Now, for us today, Apostle Paul puts it this way. We should give according to what a man has and not to what he does not have. You are not gifted as an engineer. 
don't come and give us engineering skills. Amen? If you are gifted as, uh, as, as, uh, as a painter, bring your gift. And we know you can do it well. You are not gifted as a mason. You come, we give the thing to you, you are not gifted. You carry the thing, you plaster it, I can get some sound no good. <laughs> Hallelujah. What the tarian now? What the tarian now? You hit the thing and then the thing peels off. Because that is, if you, if you try me, try me to do plastering for you, you have a lot of faith. You have a lot of faith. And you are sure that you want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. According to what a man has and not what he does not have. Verse 16, chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians 2 says, Let every man give according to what he has, how God has prospered him. Extraordinary success should be acknowledged by extraordinary offerings. Can I say that to you again? Extraordinary success should be acknowledged by extraordinary offerings. Hallelujah. The last point, blessed people give to achieve God's purpose together. To achieve God's purpose together. They were, their purpose was to build the tabernacle for God. That was their purpose. And they were work on, working on it together. And how do I come to that conclusion? The Bible tells us, if we read the passage, you see that the description of the donors is long and detailed. And what they were coming with. And the scriptures I have been presented gives me a picture of a long, perhaps a crowded queue of people coming to the altar and dropping their things. A long one. This is my goat hair. This is my this. This is my that. And they kept piling it. Long queue. Long queue. Long queue. And if you notice, take your time and examine from verse 20 to verse 29. You will find the word brought and they brought and they brought and they brought Seven times. So this one is bringing, another is bringing, another is bringing. Seven times. That tells you that there was a huge response because they had a purpose. Let's build the temple of God. CBC at 55, we have a purpose. Let's complete the building of Shiashi. Amen. Amen. So we have that purpose. And we are working towards that. And let's do it with all our hearts. And let's do it together. In chapter 40 verse 34. That's my last quotation. We are told that they had finished the building. And then the glory of God descended upon the building. Hallelujah. Oh I can imagine that day when we have finished this whole building. And we are dedicating it. And the glory of God has descended over this place. And the power of God is flowing all over the place. Hallelujah church. We are able to do it. Amen. You and I 
are the redeemed of the Lord. We are blessed. Our redemption is better than the Jewish redemption. Let us respond to this with worthy giving as a form of worship. Give from our hearts. Give what we have. Give to achieve God's purpose. God bless you.